action. Hello and welcome to another episode of Your Average Critics, joined as usual by Obi and Chris. How are you both? I'm alright. How are you? I'm good, good thank you. you. Yeah, I'm not too bad. So today's episode is going to be on Loki episodes two and three. Uh, so obviously spoilers incoming. Um, and we are halfway through this series, which has obviously flown by. Um, but Obi, seeing as you, I think, rewatched episode two in preparation mm. for this, uh, give us a quick refresher as to what happened uh, before we briefly cover episode three. Uh, See, so episode two, um, Loki has, they basically like, skipped over any like thinking Loki did about maybe joining TVA. So he's joined the TVA already. Um, he try, they go on like their first mission. Um, they find that the variant has uh, come and sabotaged and killed another group of um, Minutemen. Um, Loki tries to uh, manipulate the, the TVA. They Everyone sees through it. Uh, then we go back to the office with um, the judge, I can't remember her name, Ramona, Ravona, whatever her name is. Um, and Mobius is like convincing her to let Loki stay on the mission. He gets the, they get the go ahead. Um, they find out that the variant's been hiding in apocalypses, um, like prior to apocalypses, because um, them being there doesn't change anything in the timeline, so it doesn't uh, signal anything to them to the TBA. Um, they do all that. They go to Alabama 2049. They find the the variant. We find out that it's a female version of Loki. We assume it could not be. Could be. We just still don't technically know yet, I guess. Um, and yeah, they fight a little bit, and then she gets all the the I don't know what they were charges or whatever the hell they were. Um, explodes them all, or no, not explodes them all. Sends them all into different timelines, sending like the whole bare branches out in the timeline, secure timeline, whatever, sends the TVA into panic mode, and then she goes through a portal, and Loki follows her into that portal. Mm. I mean, I I think I'm quite... Um, I think I, I suffer from uh, a case of recency bias, mm. um, both positive and negative, as probably uh, shown by my Instagram reviews of recent cinemas, uh, <laughs> cinema films I've seen, but... Uh, I was gassed after this film. I was so gassed at film after this episode. Um, and I was reading all sorts on, uh, you know, the internet screen rant about, oh yeah, this is the multiverse of madness that started and all mm. of this. And I was getting so hyped. Um, but for both of you, what were your initial reactions to this episode? And Obi's on rewatch, how's it changed? Um, I am getting a slight echo. Sorry, one second. Okay. Um, I I like the episode. Um, I was excited, same as you, after the episode ended, because I was like, oh, okay, so we're getting into some multiverse stuff, like maybe alternate timelines, like all those branches going off. That got me pretty excited. Um, I was interested to find out that, um, well, I think we all kind of like predicted that this Loki um, would be a woman, and it is. But we obviously, I, well, I was talking to Joe, and he's not even sure that this is a Loki because she hasn't got dark hair. So he's thinking it might be someone else, kind of maybe posing as Loki. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I'm quite interested to see about that. Um, I 
on rewatch, I um, I actually don't. There's a few things about this. Well, only one real thing episode about the, that I don't like, and that carries on into episode three as well. I think is that they've made Loki, although they've made his character funnier, more relatable. There, I feel like they've made him a bit dumb. Um, like even when in episode two, when he's like doing all the uh, at the beginning when he's trying to fool the TVA saying, oh yeah, don't go outside, blah, 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 and all that stuff. And then Mobius sees right through him and he's like, oh, okay, whatever. And then it goes to like, the next scene where um, where Mobius is convincing the judge woman to let Loki stay on as a, a working for the TVA. And then Loki comes out and he's like, being like, bare desperate, like, oh, you saw through my first plan, never trust the Loki. And I'm just like, like, you're bare dumb. Like, <laughs> I, thought that. I don't feel like Loki's ever been presented like that before um i don't know correct me if i'm wrong um so that, that kind of annoyed me and that kind of carries on into episode three but we can talk about that when we get to episode three um but yeah that aside um I've, i enjoyed the episode um i like uh mobius and loki's like owen wilson and owen wilson yeah owen wilson and tom hiddleston's chemistry i think is really strong um, so yeah. i enjoy that aspect of it too um and yeah i just i've quite enjoyed like little things like um obviously they talk about the um uh, about the creation of the TVA, them saying that everyone in TVA is created to uh, to work in TVA, and Loki's like, oh, that's nonsense. And then Mobius kind of says, like, okay, so what's your backstory? And then Loki says his whole backstory, and he says, yeah, it sounds ridiculous when you say it out loud. That kind of thing, like, it's yeah. all about it what very, you, like, believe in. It was very theological, didn't you? Yeah. Didn't you see parallels between that and, like, God and the creation of man and stuff? Like, yeah. if you applied that conversation to any religion, it, it works. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, I, I yeah I enjoyed that quite a bit. So yeah, I'm trying to think if I which episode I enjoyed more. I think I enjoyed episode two more than episode three. But yeah, I, I had a fun time watching it. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't boring the second round, second time round as well. Either. It was still very entertaining. Mm. I mean, they're almost like the first two were like 55 minutes, and and they mm. go pretty quickly. Mm. Um, Chris, we've not heard your thoughts. Um, so what did you think of episode two, and and maybe take us into episode three? Um, I didn't enjoy it as much the first episode. I think I think the first episode for me was um is has been the best episode so far. But um, I do think it's taken us on a weird and wacky journey that we're yet to have the whole scope of. Um, I would probably agree with you over that Loki's acting a bit stupid, but I feel like there there is a mislead there in the fact I feel like he is doing it on purpose uh to to kind of uh. I want to say suck up to, but that's not the right word. But um, yeah, I, Lady Loki, I like the idea of the character. I feel like I wanted her to be a bit more sinister. Um, she's a bit too playful for my liking. But then, but then Loki's acting like that, and I feel like that's the the, feel like that's the direction they're going. So I've just you just got to, I've got to get over the fact that she's not as sinister as I would like her in my head. Not. Not that I ever, not that I know anything about Lady Loki, but I don't know. In my mind, I almost see her as like, you know, that Hella Lady. I almost like envision that she should be as sinister as her for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, overall, it was an interesting episode. It's interesting to see, like, obviously the carry on into the third episode, how both Lokis, or should I say, Sylvia and Loki, are, um, well, basically traveling in the. Uh, was it apocalypse events and hmm. uh, you can see the differences in of them both like how similar they are in the sense that they both are magical 
they're both like mischievous, mischievous. They're both intelligent in their own way, and they're both very fluent in magic. But they're different magics, which actually I thought complemented each other quite well because the things that she couldn't do, he could do, and the things he couldn't do, she could do. I, I, he can shape. I don't know if she can or not, but when he shapeshifted and then the guy was like, well, where's your ticket? And then she touched the guy and then he like kind of let them on board the boat or ship or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see where episode three goes from here. I feel like they haven't really like, I don't feel like they've made much progress in this episode. Um, yet actually saying that, I don't know if they've made much progress in any of the episodes so far. Um, Oh, no, that's not true, actually. From episode one to two, they made quite a big jump, actually, in find, not being able to find this killer to then find the killer. Or Yeah, she's a killer, isn't she? I feel like that's something in the other in the other series that we might have seen longed out for, like, four episodes, but they've immediately mm. just like, thrown us straight into it, and we're like, okay, cool. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I've, I, so far, I'm thoroughly impressed by this series in the fact that I'm not bored and I kind of want to see where it's going and the characters are interesting. Um, it's almost like any information I hear though is like misinformation. Mm. So like, am I to really believe that the TVA are just made up or are we to believe that the TVA were people from earth? And then the question is then why are there no other species on this TVA? And then the question is, is she from a different time? Is she, well, she, she, she's zinked in, she's zonked into, I suppose TVA should be into, intertwined with every time, shouldn't they? But I, I don't know, maybe from the first episode, I'm a bit flummoxed because I'm like, they're, they're, they're the prime timeline or the main timeline or whatever you want to call them. But does that mean that every timeline has a TVA or does this TVA just control every timeline? I, yeah, because, there's the sacred timeline, isn't there? And it, that's the only one, as far as I understand it, which is one thing that I, like, maybe what you were touching on, Chris, I wasn't quite sure of. So, you know, in episode two, when there's that comic moment when you see all the other Lokis, and one of them, he's, like, won the Tour de France, and another one, he's, like, you know, a wedge and is some sort of, like, monster thing. I was like, that's funny, but if there's only one timeline and any diversions from that timeline are quickly reset, then either Loki would have memories of all of these things because it's only one Loki, or it's a different universe, which then confuses me as to where it fits within this timeline. Same with Lady Loki. So do either of you two have any idea of, of, you know, how that can be? Well, in my eyes, in, well, I just see it as a parallel, like a parallel universe, um, or like an alternate, like an alternate reality. So, all the realities existing, well, they they had existed at one time. Obviously, now the TVA are going through and um, getting rid of all these parallel ones to keep that main that main secure one. That's the way I've that's the way I've seen it. Okay. Not as not as the, it only being. This Loki is the same Loki that we see in all those iterations in episode two. I think they're all different Lokis, all from different timelines, all from different universes. Right. Okay. So After you say it, it makes me think that the timekeepers are therefore the main bad guys because you think about it like they're destroying other timelines in order to make their sacred timeline. Mm. 
That's a good, good point. Why? I think how um, to do that. Yeah. I think you touched on a really good point, Chris, about like not trusting the information we're given. Um, I think this series is is full of unreliable narrators um, or people who are unwittingly unreliable. So obviously Mobius has got his version of how the TVA was created and he's been indoctrinated into that. But, um, you know, then Loki's obviously sceptical, but then Sylvie was alluded to the fact that um, the agent that she enchanted, uh, she she had a life before the TVA, which goes against what we've been told. So mm. yeah, there is a theory, isn't there, that um, one of the timekeepers is Kang the Conqueror, who is supposedly the main villain of uh, Ant-Man Quantumania. There's also a theory that um, the city that you see in the quantum realm during Ant-Man and the Wasp is in fact the TVA, and that's how the uh, TVA agents are able to jump in and out of time zone is they use the quantum realm, um, hence why time moves differently, etc., etc. So oh, yeah. do, you, do you two think that either of those have any weight? I mean, you said, you know, I'm pretty sure everything we've seen in the trailers has already happened. Um, you know, we have been presented with this narrative and it's accelerated a lot quicker than I thought. Chris, you said they would usually long it out for Wait, four or five episodes. Seen, have we seen the bit where Loki's got his helmet on and there's like, not, it's not pirates, but there's like loads of people behind him and there's loads of chaos going on. There was like no. something like that that's oh, went okay. there. True, but I think we've we've seen quite a lot of already, isn't there? Because there was that bit where he was like, "Heimdall, get me to the Bifrost or something," and I've just presumed that we would eventually go to Asgard. But that all, a lot of that happened in the first episode. But you said, like you said, they they truncated it from what they would usually drag out. Um, so I really can't predict this series, um, which I really enjoy. But yeah, what do you two think of? you know, potential theories, or should I just not get my hopes up about theories? Hmm. Um, I I think there's weight to that, to the Kang theory. Um, and I, I I think I'm almost certain in to, in the opening credits where they talk about the previous episode, for both episodes two and three, they both mentioned the thing about time moving differently in the TVA. Um, so that makes, when you say that thing about the quantum realm, obviously we know that... Um, Ant-Man was in there for how like five or no yeah five years and it felt like mm. five minutes to him or whatever it was or something yeah. like that um, so it wouldn't surprise me if they were connected obviously yeah Kang Ant-Man like that if that that would be a good connection for them to make I, I hope that it has to, got something to do with that um, in terms of like uh, what was the other theory you said sorry it was about um... It was, it was about they used the quantum realm to kind of zip between. There was something else you said. I can't remember what it was though. Um, I just said that, that everyone's an unreliable narrator and. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. 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 So with that, with that thing, um, yeah, to be fair, now that you say it, um, I'm like, okay, actually, yeah, we probably, they, we probably don't know the truth yet because when Sylvie said the thing about, uh, the, the Minutemen being like former pe- regular people, for, former variants. Sorry, that was I was I, I was like, oh shit! Like, like, I thought that was like a proper like big moment. But now you mm. say it, now I'm thinking, okay, maybe she's chatting shit as well. Yeah, I don't need to trust. <laughs> exactly, it's, mm. it's me, a lot of misdirect. To me, me, it's just a bit weird that like if they have past experiences, why are all of them human? That's the only thing that gets me. 
Uh, why, mm. why, why aren't we seeing other aliens in, indoctrinated into working for the TVA? Mm. That's a really uh, good point. Um, and I wonder if that's something that they've actually purposely done or if it's just convenience. Um, but yeah, you, you'd think so. Um, going back to the end of episode two, uh, which was obviously when all of the charges were set off a, across multiple timelines, um, whether it is the multiverse of madness or not, I am going to be pessimistic and say it isn't. Uh, I'd love it to be, but so they, you know, those, you, there's, um, you, you can see on the screen at the end where they all branch off from and, uh, the nerdist.com has compiled a list and they include, uh, 1942 in Portugal, which would mean that, uh, Columbus potentially never colonized the West Indies. Uh, so there's some real interesting things that they could potentially do. Do you mean, for, do you mean 1492? <laughs> Yeah, what did I say? 1942. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Sorry. 1492. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just me me mixing the numbers up in my head. Um, 2301 in Vormir, which is where the Soul Stone was gathered from uh, in Avengers Endgame. Um, there's we 2000... Saw... Oh, sorry. But the thing that you said about Vormir, um, we did see, like, a um, in the trailer, there's a clip of what seems to be Vormir as well. So maybe we visit there in a future episode. Mm. I mean... Do Infinity Stones at this point even matter? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But uh, I'll just read out some of the rest of them as well. 2004 Asgard, which obviously is before the first Thor film. Nine, uh, thirteen. I almost did it again. 1390 in Rome, uh, where again there was some Pope that was crowned at that point. 1984 in Sakaar, which was the planet setting for Thor Ragnarok, where the... Um, Collector's brother, uh, you know, gets them to fight. Uh, 1808 in Barachara, which I'm not quite sure where that is. Uh, uh, 1208 and 1551 in the USA. Uh, 1382 in Ego, which is obviously from Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. Um, 1984 Japan and 0051 in Hala, which I think is um, where the Kree live. And I think there was also one in Xandar. Um, so, like Chris, you're saying all of them appear to be human so far, but obviously these other planets are being referenced in, in particularly at that point. So I personally hope we get at some point to see a lot of those, what happens, because there are some interesting um, things they could do there, uh, particularly on planets that we've barely seen for very long. But, yeah, I mean, what, what did you two make of, of that? Do you think... Is this all going to be wrapped up in this series, or is it going to lead into Doctor Strange 2 as everything is at the moment? I have to think that, um, it, in, my, in my eyes, this must lead to have something to do with, like, Spider-Man or, and Doctor Strange. Because we pretty much know, like, there's an like open secret that there's going to be, you know, Doc Ock and whoever else, and potentially Andrew Garfield and whoever else in in Spider-Man. So, you, I, I, I can't fathom any possibility that something, that this, which is specifically to do with different timelines and blah, 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 isn't going to lead into, like, Spider-Man or Doctor Strange in some way, shape, or form. And I feel like if it doesn't, then that's a completely missed opportunity to connect. Because these shows are kind of supposed to build out, build out the world kind of thing. 
So if you kind of use this in it, and it was just its own secret closed thing, not to do with like uh, Spider Man, Doctor Strange, whoever, I think that would really make sense. And then I, for that point, I wouldn't see the point in having this series in the first place, to be honest. But was this series always meant to be before Doctor Strange? Yeah. It was, okay. Well, see, the the theory I've heard, which I'm not going to say, is Doctor Strange, the start of Doctor Strange... No, wait, it's Doctor Strange before Spider-Man. No, it's after. Oh. Oh. Maybe my theory doesn't work then. Actually, my theory would work if Doctor Strange and Spider-Man happens as a sidewalk. Yeah, oh, to well, be fair, yeah, for all we know, they might be happen. They might happen at the same time. So, you know, yeah, because still work. I, I, this, um, this, this Loki series continues to surprise me. I genuinely thought that most of it would be like one episode would be them going to one time zone and sorting out the variant and then resetting it, and then the next episode would be a slightly different one. But yeah. I'm quite glad that I'm continuously surprised like you find the villain out potential villain sorry after the second episode and then the third episode I thought was understandably a bit of a slower pace it was more of a two-hander between Loki and um, Sylvie on the train which gave me Snowpiercer vibes if you've ever seen that film or series but um Mm. but then obviously the revelation in quote marks about them being human and and having a life before the TVA and also the fact it ends on a cliffhanger and is the shortest episode so far Mm. leads me to think that okay cool hopefully we're we're getting into some momentum here because you don't see anything in the TVA nothing of the kind of ramifications of the the time split so yeah yeah just to piggyback off that like with um, episode three um it's funny you say the thing about not seeing TVA. Obviously, they're there in like maybe the first minute or so of the episode. Um, I find it, I find it a bit unbelievable that because Loki's like, oh, I might get an audience from the TVA and blah blah blah. And TVA is higher for you, and then Sylvie uh, penetrates uh, C20's brain, and she's like, yeah, yeah, just go through the golden elevator. So it's just you can just go through the elevator, and then they're there. <laughs> so, like, and he's like, they're supposed to be like the superior beings of. Well, I don't. I don't think someone that lowly would have that sort of information. This, this is what I'm saying. So, like to me, that whole. Uh, I imagine they're going to come back to that elevator at some point soon, and I think, like we've all been saying, the TVA, it, I isn't going to be what we think it's going to be. So that might be why they're, why, um, they kind of had us there for like a minute and then dragged us away, so we can come back to it later, kind of thing. Um, so that's cool, I guess. Um, but yeah, for the, I didn't mind episode three. I didn't mind obviously because we get to know Sylvie's character a little bit. She's very like um, guarded. She doesn't really tell say much about herself. It's more Loki for some reason just opening up towards her. Um, we find out Loki's bisexual as well. Didn't know that before. Um, yeah. And also the uh, what's it called? Lo- yeah, this is what I'm saying about Loki being dumb. Like Loki, I get it that he's as guardian and it. it it did give me like a bit of Thor vibes as well, especially when he says like bring me another, smashes the glass down and stuff like that. But him when they're supposed to be on a mission, just him going and getting drunk and then getting himself thrown out of the plane. And like Chris said a minute ago, I thought, okay, he's being like 
he's doing it on purpose to try and gain an advantage. But then there was no advantage to be gained. He just got chucked out of the fucking boat, and then that was it. Nothing, nothing doing. So uh, I, just, I found that very out of character. I just didn't, I just didn't get it. I mean, this th- this portrayal of Loki uh, is reminiscent, in my opinion, of the Loki we see in Ragnarok, where he's like, you know, they play that mm. um, that play dead game or what is it called? Get help. Um, mm. And he's very kind of cheeky and and a bit more. Yeah, a bit a bit less serious. Whereas obviously in Avengers and stuff, he was a bit more serious. Yeah, but, but this, this is supposed this to be twenty twelve Loki. Yeah, yeah, this so. is twenty twelve Loki, but acting like twenty twenty one Loki. I don't know. Uh, which makes but, me hold, think maybe he's hold on. This is twenty twelve Loki. That's yeah, but he's acting oh. like the person we saw in. Oh, Ragnarok. sorry. Um, oh, sorry, I'm with you now. But maybe, like you said, he is putting it on. Or what? Again, my brain just goes into overdrive. I'm thinking, has Sylvie actually managed to enchant him? Because she did touch him, and mm. you know, we... I mean, he doesn't have a green has hue. Gained, but... no. Has she gained anything since touching him? Because I thought that, but then she hasn't gained anything. Mm. Might be, she, a, lot, uh, a, lot, might be she, a long game. She, mm. she broke... Her device got broken, they got shifted off the boat. The ship, to be fair... They, they Sorry, Chris, to, yeah, go on. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, she does say... When Loki asks her about what, how she enchants people, she does say that the people with stronger minds, she has to like infiltrate them, and this could be, um, this could be her. So obviously we see at the beginning of the episode, she's put the the C twenty that security guard woman, she's put her in like a trance, put her in a different scenario. This could be her long versioning, putting Loki in a scenario to maybe get him to reveal something or other about himself. I don't know. That's just fine. You ever thought it's the other way around? What the Loki's enchanting her? Yeah, because she fell asleep. Uh, maybe. True. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, it's it's really interesting. I love theorising about this sort of stuff, which mm-hmm. is what we didn't quite get with Falcon with the Soldier, although that was good for other reasons. But, um, yeah, I mean, otherwise... So, with this whole Loki being able to project images, again, I was thinking, is that device really broken? Mm. Because he seemed to store it somewhere magically, and... I know he took a tumble, but he could just be presenting to her that it's broken. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't really know how they're going to get out of this apocalypse unless there's a deus ex machina moment, which I would not be too keen on. Um, I would also not really be keen on it being a simulation, so I don't know how they're going to mm. uh, satisfactorily uh, get out of, what is it, lift something. Lemurius or Lemurium, something like that. Can yeah. I also say as well that um, I know you said a minute ago that you expected uh, the episodes to kind of be like them going from one timeline to another, like um, fixing time, basically. Um, and I kind of thought the same thing. And I'm a little bit disappointed that it's not that because I like seeing like alternate timelines, like a, a version of reality where, I don't know. So basically, Obi-Wan's The Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> a little bit. With, with better like, production value. Yeah, yeah, just like a little little, little bit. Do you know what I mean? Maybe like one or two things where the world's fucked up because one thing went wrong in 1976 or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, uh, if as long as they keep... I'm happy as long as they, we keep... I don't want it to, every scenario we go to, every new time we go to, is just going to be apocalypse, apocalypse and apocalypse because I think that's... Uh, I think that's a bit repetitive. But yeah. I suppose that's probably what we're going to get, in fairness. So. Uh, I would like to see them try and rectify some of these timelines. You know, it would be a real interesting moral 
quandary to go to 1492 and say, actually, Chris, you do have to colonise West Indies and, you know, you then own anything west of the West Indies, which it turns out to be South America and stuff like that, you know, because obviously colonisation has been pretty damaging to quite a lot of indigenous cultures but if it's to maintain the sacred timeline you know it'd be really interesting to see how they kind of juggle that you Mm. know um and similarly like what happens in ad 51 and hala and zandar and all of these places you know it'd be a shame for either this series to just be like oh we've undid all of them at once or i mean unless dr strange two is going to be about nine hours long i really don't know how they're going to cope with <laughs> all the stuff mm. that we're thinking is going to be in it mm. so, but there is a series two of loki so we don't know what that'll be like yeah do we um so obviously like kind of people have been saying and obviously joe said as well that when i was speaking to him about it that oh even though this uh this um we think that this woman is like lady loki um, but obviously she hasn't got the dark hair. She says multiple times, don't call me Loki. I think Loki also questions her multiple times, saying, are you sure you're a Loki or stuff like that? So do we think this is actually a version of Loki or do we think she's someone completely different? Hmm. It's a good question. Uh, my initial thoughts is she's not. Because she doesn't have the same magic. as mm. She doesn't seem to share any magic with Loki and mm. similarly he can't seem to do the things that she does mm. I know they explain that she taught herself to do that but uh, but yeah if she's not then I could she be a scroll? do they they don't do magic do they everyone's a scroll. I don't know yeah I don't really know what kind of other type thing she could be but my initial reaction is she's not form of Loki yeah I feel like I agree with you but I'm just curious to think what think of like what she's gonna be. Maybe she's. Like, it'll be real shit though, wouldn't it? If she wasn't. <gasps> yeah. It'd be another one of those fucking curveballs they thrown at us in the last two series where we're like, oh yeah. yay, well shit, Captain America, and then we got a fucking uh, a Vision that wasn't Vision slash Wonder that wasn't being actually controlling whatever she was controlling. I don't know. I feel like I've been a bit hard done by by some Marvel curveballs. Maybe she'll be called Sylvie Boner. Oh my god. <laughs> I almost didn't get that for a second. Now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so I cut you off there, Obes. What was you going to say? Um, I cannot remember. Um, so I'm going to ask you to project for the next three episodes. So what do you envisage slash hope is going to happen for the remaining three episodes. How, what will turn out with the TVA, what will turn out with Sylvie, who's going to be the villain, will it end in a nice, neat package, or, you know, I want, I'll I'll start with you, Obes, Chris, think about it, and, yeah, where do you see the next three episodes going? Um, They make it off whatever apocalypse this is, probably land in another one. How do they get out of that apocalypse? That's a great question. Uh, pfft, fuck no, it's, I feel like it's going to be very Deus Ex Machina-y. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I imagine it's gonna. I imagine it's gonna be something like right at the beginning of the episode. Like um, Loki's gonna be like, "Oh, actually, we can do da 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 da," and then they do whatever the fuck that is. Um, or it t- might turn out that they, they they were never there at all or something. I don't know. Um, but I feel like I feel like uh, they will team up to uh, like actually team up and to be like um, let's expose the time the TVA for and tell everybody that they're actually humans. Blah 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 blah. And then the people, the, the TVA are going to be like, no, no, she's lying, blah, 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 blah. And then it's going to come down to some decision from Loki, like, who do you trust, Mobius or Sylvie or something like that. Um, we're going to find out that this judge woman is more connected in this whole thing than we think. Um, apparently in in the comics, her character, I don't know her name. Apparently, Ren Slayer. Yeah, apparently her character... Um, is like partners with um Kang the Conqueror. So I reckon there's probably something to be ha- to be done there. And yeah, we're gonna find out that the TVA is a whole as a massive sham, I think. Um how it's a sham I'm not sure. And whether or not the whole uh time wars and all that stuff is gonna happen, I'm not too sure either. Um but yeah I feel like we're being we're being had here. We're being bamboozled, hoodwinked, ready led astray, run amok and downright deceived. Um <laughs> So yeah, something's and then I think it ends in. It, I reckon it ends in Loki saying "fuck it," and then the t- the whole timeline just explodes, and then that leads into hopefully leads into Doctor Strange, Spider Man, etc. Yeah. So another another theory where Doctor Strange will turn up at the last episode of this episode. <laughs> well, to be fair, I don't think I actually don't think he will be in this series, but I it would, wouldn't it be jokes if like. It's not gonna show. Sure, I'm gonna say it's not gonna happen. But at least, at least none of the fucking cast members are doing interviews where they're like, "Oh yeah, I can't wait for you to see the cameo in episode True. four. It's like, shut up. It's your man, who no one <laughs> knows think, who they are. Do you think we're gonna get any any cameos in this? Um, I feel like if anything, we will get cameos for people we've not seen before, but will play bigger parts in other films. AI Kang, um, potentially. I mean, to be fair. If Jonathan Majors was going to be in this show, it would have leaked. So, well, apparently um, he did an interview and people, someone asked him if he's going to be in it, and he was very uh, tight-lipped about it. Mm, okay. Well, if they've managed to keep something like that a secret, then mm. that would be astounding because mm. the amount of stuff that seems to be leaked from these shows is is quite incredible. But mm. um, all right, Chris, what do you uh, agree with Obi's thoughts about the remainder of the series, or you know? What are your thoughts? Yeah, um, I feel um, I feel the problem with Marvel is that we can get uh, several characters that are are do, meant to do one thing in the comics and don't necessarily do things in the TV series. So, like that woman being in line with Kang might just be a complete mislead, or a later or a later story point. Um, however, it's a really interesting one actually. Um, so it might be the case because she did get up really fast when she heard that Loki was running amok. Um, I think, yeah, at the end of this episode, at the beginning of the next episode, they'll do one of three things. They'll magically have some way of getting off the world. They'll either be in a dream state or free. They'll just succumb to being captured by the TVA in order to get out of this apocalyptic nightmare um to be fair the tva wouldn't need to capture them because they leave them where they are they'll die so that will do their job for them 
True, but I think they want to get them, don't they? I don't know. I thought it's from the dead. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, what else? I suppose what you've got is, is Sylvia really a low-key? I feel like... The more you spoke about it throughout this episode, the more I'm thinking she's not. Mm. And it's it's bug it's bugging me a little bit. Because um, it kind of makes sense that she's not. But I'm going to think she is, because Loki seems to know what she's doing quite well. Unless she studied Loki very well. Um... Yeah, I can't see why she wouldn't be a Loki. Uh, what is her game plan? She hasn't actually said. Good point. <laughs> she just said it's been years in the making. We don't actually know what it is that she wants. Okay, good. Because I thought, I thought this episode I missed something. I thought last episode I might have missed something. Did she say what she was going to do? Because in my mindset, she has no real, like, strong... There's no real actual point to her being in this as of yet. Besides mm. the fact she just wants to run... She just wants to ruin timeline, mm. um, and she seems to have an opposite story, opposite um, childhood to Loki in the sense that she got told that she was adopted. And do you think that maybe? Um, so she says about uh, not really remembering her mum. So do you think maybe it might have something to do with like the TVA erasing her mum from existence or something like that, or maybe her family from existence? Maybe, or she, or she died and she worked for the TVA and then she regained her memories of her past life and she mm. wants to back. Like, I'm, oh. I'm sure there's a multitude of thing, different things we go with here. Like, yeah, yeah. I part yeah. me, part me wonders if Sylvie is even more of a con man than Loki and has, you know, studied Loki so much that she will drop in certain things that will make them seem similar, such as being adopted, but hers was a different story that will endear him to her mm. but it could also all be a lie i really don't i have no trust in any of these characters which is quite fun but um yeah, i don't even trust owen wilson no. <laughs> oh what wow uh, <laughs> with, that, with that face um but one thing that i think might be sylvie's purpose is to expose the tva as a lie so mm. i'm thinking you know there's all these horror stories about if the timeline gets to the red line, then it's catastrophic. And by the end of episode two, most of them were almost there. So part of me thinks, did she just do that? So they all hit the red line, nothing happens, and then people lose faith in the TVA. You know, because if the world doesn't end or the multiverse doesn't explode when it hits the red line, then that proves that all of the stories that people were fed were bullshit. Mm -hmm. uh, so that could be why she was causing chaos because thus far I think Chris maybe you said it she doesn't seem particularly villainous although she's killed quite a lot of people and seemingly has destroyed the timeline but you don't ever get a sense of menace from her she just like you said she just seems a bit like cheeky and mischievous yeah. so I, yeah go on Karen sorry so for her to you know, set charges in multiple different timelines and destroy it doesn't seem in keeping with her characterisation at the moment. Well, like, she's not that menacing in the fact that the TVA use these fucking rods to kill whoever they want. So it's kind of like, like, if they're allowed to do it, why can't she, really? I, I mean, killing's not right, but TVA seems to just do it when necessary or when they see an anomaly. Yeah. And in, in reality, the TVA staff, should they have had the previous life, they're technically anomalies because they've been pulled from their life to work for the TVA. If they've 
if what she knows is if what she knows is true. I think they're like a carbon copy, though, aren't they? Because like Loki, presumably the timeline was reset, and there's another Loki who yeah, will but, end up dying in Endgame. Timeline veers off, and they use them little lantern-looking things to destroy that time period. They're essentially, de- deleting that version of them people. No, they reset it. It resets the timeline. Yeah, Back. but that timeline was going to happen in parallel with another timeline, right? Mm, my brain's hurting. It was the sacred timeline... When it veers off, does that mean the sacred timeline still carries on the way it's meant to, or the veer off is the new timeline? No, the sacred timeline sticks. So, for example... Oh, if, it doesn't if, make if, sense. If Loki tesseracts into wherever he was, they then capture him, press the lantern, that resets it, so like rewinds time, or however you want to think of it, and that timeline will then go back to the sacred timeline and continue. Whereas that's so in my head, that happened and Loki goes back to that a version of Loki goes back to twenty twelve and ends up dying in Endgame. And this Loki has been taken away from that branch, the branch is reset and therefore that's he's in limbo or purgatory, well, which is the and, TVA. And therefore you've killed that Loki. I mean, yeah, because he's he's meant to die, yeah. But he's meant to die in line in line with their sacred timeline. What what dictates yeah. their sacred timeline? Yeah, and he but, will do because they're timekeepers. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. What gives like Loki, like Lady Loki or Sylvia is doing no different to what the TVA are doing in the sense that although she is creating timelines and then just killing people, they're just stopping timelines and killing people. Although yeah. variant of those original people. Mm. No, you, you do have a very valid point. And it comes back to, like, justice and punishment, isn't it? It's like True. You, you and time, the same. I'm always messing with time is always a tricky one to manage. Uh, Loki says it in the first episode. He's like, who, gave, who gives the authority to the timekeepers to decide what's the sacred timeline? Or he says something to that situation. And I would like for them to, for that, that theme to maybe get brought back up again, kind of like, it's like who is to tell you like, oh, yeah, this is the timeline that should be kept. Like, why are you this higher authority kind of thing? I would hope that they maybe bring that someone to bring that argument back into the in the next three episodes or so. Yeah, and it comes back to the whole theological debate, doesn't it? It's like, you know, a lot of this is, is power or allegorical to to God or, relig- you know, religion in general. It's, it's this higher power besides in a lot of people's minds who lives and who dies and 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 we give them that power don't we through belief so i think it is a really interesting theological kind of parallel that they draw mm. it'll be again it'll be really interesting to see how they uh how they conclude it because if it turns out that the tva is a lie then are they essentially denouncing deities or am I just taking that metaphor too far? I don't know. Are they denouncing deities? What do you mean? As in like, I'm not just, you know, so if we apply it to Christianity and mm. and as, as a kind of parallel, if it turns out the TVA and the timekeepers are all a lie, then if you follow that metaphor through, then they're basically saying that God doesn't exist. 
Do you see where I'm going with that? Kind of. I'm a bit lost with what you just said. So if in Loki, the timekeepers are this, no one's seen them, uh, everyone believes in them, and they have the ultimate power to decide who lives, who dies, what happens in time, right? And there was the discussion that Mobius has with Loki in the second episode about that. And Loki's like, well, it's ridiculous that these lizard things are, you know, created you and are responsible for everything that you see and your life. Uh, and that's ridiculous because you've never met them. But if you apply that logic and that argument to religion, it's very similar. A lot of people's first response if they don't believe in a religion is, well, you've never spoken to God or you've never met Allah or anything like that, you know. So you put your utmost faith and belief in the fact that you were created or we were created by this higher power. And so maybe I'm taking this a lot too far, but if Loki ends up by saying the TVA is a lie and it's just a hoax, then are they arguably saying that that's what they think of religion? I don't know. <laughs> are you saying that the writers are saying that, or are you saying that they're now saying in the MCU that gods don't exist? No, 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 I'm saying the writers. Okay. Okay, they, say, might, like, okay. Lo- I know they say, like, Loki says himself he's a god, doesn't he? And there are gods of lots of different things, like Thor is a god. But I'm just saying, in terms of, like, the parallels that, that they have linked with religion at this point, yeah. you must therefore think that however they conclude it is a reflection on what they think of religion. Is that too deep? I understand what you're saying, to be fair. I didn't get it at first. Now I get Now I understand, because I thought you were talking... I wasn't sure if you were talking about real life or in the actual MCU or not. Oh, um, right. Because yeah, I thought yeah. you would say, oh, yeah... They're denouncing gods in in their, like they're denouncing religion in the MCU. I'm like, oh, that's a bit of religion from logic. But okay, oh, no. now I now I get what you, I get what you mean now. So yeah, that could be their like their way of um their like metaphor for it. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see uh, whoever wrote this. I'm not sure who wrote this. So it'd be interesting to see what maybe their views might be in terms mm. of like what they're trying to portray. I could be, you know, running with something that is not that deep. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, maybe it's the media studies in me and it's like, you've got to look for meaning and everything. But I just think that's an interesting uh, thread. But I think the guy who wrote it is called Michael Waldron and he is also writing Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, okay. Oh, he's got to be connected it then. <laughs> They've got to be connected. If they're not, that is mental. Yeah, no, they have to be. They have to be. It has to lead into that. Fuck. Yeah. I love your I love your passion for that, Ob. That was. It um... has to be. I'm sorry. It has to be. It's not like Kevin Feige. Come on, he's Mr. Step. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Any any further thoughts on on Loki episodes two or I, would, I don't feel like we've discussed episode three very much. But is that just because it was maybe not a filler, but. Well. A close to a filler as we've got. Yeah, to be fair, not not loads happens. Obviously, the two Lokis meet, they bond. I guess they kind of bond. We kind of figure out, find her person, like Sylvie's personality. She's a bit spiky, like not really, obviously not very friendly. Um, trying to kill Loki pretty much any point she can. 
Um, but yeah, other than that, obviously we see this this uh, this apocalyptic planet, and like other than that, I suppose the fight scene at the end was was all right, was pretty decent. Um, I didn't know Loki could like actually like blast magic through his hands. That was pretty cool. I've never seen him do that before. Um, I was wondering if we'd ever seen that because I was like, mm, I don't recognise that. Yeah, and then yeah, other than that, I don't think yeah, like you say, it was the shortest episode. Um, like it was a good what? It was a good fifteen minutes shorter than the other episode, didn't it? Yeah. So yeah, not not low. I don't think loads. I, I did think it was shorter. Mm. I was I was sitting there thinking this is a bit shorter than normal. I don't think they've released the length of the next episodes, but um, yeah, certainly hope that they are towards the hour mark. Do you reckon we'll get any post-credit scenes in any of these episodes? Mm, did we get any? I'm trying to. Did we get any of Falcon and Soldier? I want to say no. Maybe at right at the end, maybe they did a little coder of like uh, Sam being. Captain America, but can't yeah. think. Oh no, it was um we I think we got one. It was the woman uh Oh yeah yeah, Val. Yes the one, yeah. So yeah, I imagine we will get one. At right at the end maybe. Maybe that'll be our Doctor Strange cameo, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I will say though, um although I am enjoying this being completely honest, although I am enjoying this series a lot, I'm not enjoying it as much as everyone else seems to be enjoying it. Um, and I don't know if it's because obviously it's good, but I, I feel like it's for me personally. It's part with it coming out on a Wednesday, like it, it <laughs> doesn't have that same hype for me. I, when it comes out on a Friday, I'm proper hype for it. It's end of the work week, you know. Whereas this one, I got to watch it on my fucking lunch break, like <laughs> it's yeah. fucking long. Like I don't know, I don't know. Well, you're going to be disappointed because apparently it was so well, successful the Wednesday release that they've decided to premiere all future. Uh, Disney Plus shows, well, major ones like Mandalorian and Boba Fett on a Wednesday. That's so shit, man. That's so shit. But if they're that fickle, then maybe, you know, we just don't watch it on a Wednesday or promise to watch it on a Friday and then they'll think, oh, everyone's watching it on a Friday, we'll change it back. But um, talking of Marvel, um, I don't know if any of you have seen the most recent, well, I think it's the most recent Black Widow trailer. Um, which I've seen before, like nobody and stuff. Um, they show uh, the scene of Black Widow and Hawkeye in Vormir, where she's hanging on for dear life. It doesn't show her falling, but I mean, are they are they just presuming that everyone that's going to watch Black Widow has, has already seen Endgame? Well, it came out two years ago, so you'd have to, but you'd have to. Guess, yeah, I would say. Maybe they'll do a part where she's narrating it. Mm. Although, mm. although there is rumours that she isn't really... Uh, it wasn't really Black Widow that died, but then that wouldn't really make sense considering she had to sacrifice herself. Yeah, and that would be bare shit, because that would mean, like... So that would be pretty much all the deaths, apart from Tony, didn't mean anything. Yeah. N-E-R-D, innit? No one ever really dies. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, you'd have to imagine people now. If you're complaining about like spoilers two years after the film came out, then I don't know for you. Oh my god, it's two years. That's mad. Yeah, I would have said it was like a year ago, but that just shows that the pandemic is but only two years. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Damn. But what's what's after Loki? Because that will finish by mid July. 
What what else is there? Is that what if is that next? I think yeah, what if is August, I think. And then Hawkeye's coming out this year, right? Yep, Hawkeye and Miss Marvel, I think are coming out both coming out this year. Moon Knight? I think Moon Knight's next year. I think. Okay. Are you surprised we've not got trailers for any of the other shows coming out this year? Uh N- no, I feel like the trailers for Miss Marvel and Hawkeye will come out after Loki's finished. Yeah, that's special in the trailers for me to be really like g'd up to watch them. Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm not gonna watch them all anyway because obviously yeah. you know. But I'm like, but... I have no desire to see a Hawkeye or a Miss Marvel series. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. To be honest, I said the same thing about One Division, and I enjoyed that quite a bit. So yeah, yeah. I think what they they are. I think these series are doing well in the fact that they are all so different and mm. do keep you guessing to some regard. Um, and also, like, they are setting up or appear to be setting up the next kind of wave of of heroes. Uh, so Hawkeye trains up, is it Kate Bishop? Is that her name? Kate and then obviously yeah. Miss Marvel Paul will be in Captain Marvel 2 or now called The Marvels or whatever it's called. Mm. Um so there is incentive to watch it if you want to be a purist. So mm. if it was just pure Hawkeye, then I'd be a bit meh. Unless it was him during his Ronin phase, you know, mm. between Infinity War and Endgame, I'd be like, oh, I'd be interested in that possibly. But um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what Black Widow's like. That comes out in about two weeks, I think, after Fast 9. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Obes, I think you've got a monster hunter to watch, haven't you? I do. Any final thoughts on Loki? Um, no, nothing other than what we've already said. To be fair, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, I'm curious to know where where this will rank for me in terms of like the three series that have come out so far. Uh, I would say that so far, I'm enjoying it more. So if we're talking like first three episodes kind of thing or first half of the season, I'm probably enjoying it more than Falcon and Soldier but not as much as WandaVision, just because WandaVision for me were like the build-up and the theories. Like, I'm trying to think how I felt at like episode four, episode five of WandaVision. Like, probably more hyped than I was after episode three of Loki. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree. I'm trying to remember what point WandaVision got theory-heavy. Was it episode three or four when, like, um, Pietro turns up? Yeah, I think it's episode four, maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, please do let us know your thoughts on the series Loki so far. We are on Twitter at YSCPodcast17. You can also follow us on Instagram as Your Average Critics, where uh, we post reviews, off-the-cuff reviews of, <laughs> of cinema, of the cinema. Do one. Your your bare heart, also. Uh, do one for Monster Hunter tonight, Obes. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll try. If you remember, and uh, the the much mooted uh, Fule's thoughts, I will still bang this drum, OB, until you start it. You had a trim, yeah, well, a couple. Yeah, you got all of the equipment. There's no excuses um, for you to just do a quick review on YouTube. So we'll look forward to that. Um, and yeah, so please do also leave us a review if you can. Follow all of that stuff, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Keep it sexy. Peace.